It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. This is the internet's only college football podcast. If you want another one? Nope. Wrong, 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 wrong. Start over. Name, an, nope, name I'm another sorry? one. This is not a college football podcast. Oh. Oh, that's oh God, right. Am I this already on the wrong foot? Yeah. This is March. Sorry. Check your calendar, bruh. This is March. And what is that? Jason Kirk, what is March all about and only about um Fortnite. god oh why do i why do i throw you these softballs been playing some Fortnite. i'm real terrible at it because i don't have a 13 year old's reflexes um just i i, I sneak around and i survive till i'm like the 11th personal 11th remaining person um, and then I get shot and then I watch the teenagers do construction work while shooting each other. And it's like, damn, y'all, y'all are so fucking dexterous, man. Is this, I don't, I only vaguely know what this game. It's like Minecraft with guns. It's really, really good for children. It's Minecraft with guns. Cool. Yeah, no, this is, this is, this is something by the way, that if you have not watched streaming gaming, it can be very entertaining, but much like sports, you have to wade through vast oceans of nothingness, right? Like punt, 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 crazy touchdown, punt. Like that happens a lot when it comes to streaming gaming. A game feels like it takes about twenty minutes, and the first nineteen of it are just punting. Like you, you, the the map slowly closes in on you, and you just find the best place to hide. Um, maybe you collect a gun. It doesn't matter. You're not going to do anything with it if you find one, because you can't hit one of these teenagers. Um, so you just find a really good spot to hide and, and, and wait until you die. So, so you're Kansas state. Um, 
Yeah, but I mean, if, it, if Kansas State at least gets a couple kills per year, like they're going to kill Texas. We know True. that, right? So you're, you know, you're, you 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 got to level up a little bit to be Kansas State. Bill Snyder, no scope. <laughs> it's true. He was born before scopes, so he that's true. No, he just he he learned how to use that. He learned how to use all distance weapons the old fashioned way. No scopes. Bill Snyder, distance. We talking like an English longbow? Eh, maybe crossbow. Maybe a crossbow. Let's let's give him a little credit. Uh, that's a little fancy. That's a little fancy. Yeah, that seems like that's not the single wing attack, right? The single wing attack is like longbow, right? Where you're laughing, I'm like <laughs> that's a longbow. Oh God. <laughs> Bill Snyder breaking out the zero wing attack. It also has the advantage of being like, well, they're 78 yards. Oh, Jesus. Oh, they just ate up all of that. Took a long time. That's the difference between that and the longbow. It's <laughs> a longbow that's, coming. it's an arrow that's being carried towards you. Just he's walking up to you and stabbing you right in the gut. It feels like this is a spear. Well, I bet it does because it's sticking out of your chest right now. <laughs> but it was actually fired from a longbow. I'm going to write you a nice letter. <laughs> Oh, I don't think that I don't think March is about overnight. It might be for for Jason Kirk, but I don't think March is. I don't think that's what Ryan's talking about. This no, is my guess. no, no. Huh? Try Jason. Try try. Goddamn again. March is for what? Um. Uh, NFL free agency. The National Invitational Tournamental. That's oh. what we're talking about. Oh, okay? I thought we already did. Surely we already did several shows on the premier college basketball tournament by now, we right? We, yeah, we did. We, uh, Much like Boomer Sooner, I, I dropped in all of our NIT predictions um, at very low audio levels. You have to go back five episodes uh, to find them. I, I want to see if people check for that. It's not. Yeah, right. that shit's subliminal. We said Notre Dame's going to be in the NIT, and they thought we were just being mean to Notre Dame, but... Baylor, same. Louisville, same. We called all of it. We knew, we knew all the 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 knit the knits that were going to happen. Had them <laughs> had them locked in. The, the knit. I can't wait for an invite to the knit. <laughs> knit gang. I, it's wild how all we did was we just looked at which teams the FBI accused of crimes, and we decided like, yeah, the NCAA is probably going to stash all those teams in the knit. And, except, wow, we were right. I can't believe it. Except Auburn. Auburn. Oh, slippery Auburn. Slippery Auburn. They're just too wily. Well, I mean, it's like I've always said. Every time Auburn gets accused of a crime, they're just too damn good at basketball. You can't pin it on them, man. Like they say, it's a basketball. It's an ongoing basketball. You can't. You know what? Bruce, Bruce Pearl, one of nature's most unkillable creatures. There's like water bears and tetanus. You know, tetanus can like live on a sidewalk for like, I don't know, 20 years, just sitting there waiting for somebody to like put it on a nail and then, you know, step on a foot. And then there's Bruce Pearl. Who one of our coworkers, Nate Scott pointed out, looks like Earl Sinclair from Dinosaurs. <laughs> You'd be amazed how many guys look like Earl Sinclair from Dinosaurs. There was a reason that That's was his true. face. Like Earl Sinclair was basically based on every dad ever. It was identifiable. Yeah. The big, I think it's the big mouth, the physically large mouth, the mouth that can eat like uh, three whole pieces of chicken at once. Because all, all, all dads universally are you know, trying to out eat their children who are competing for food. That's why. That's right. That's right. And that's why they love Ren Fairs. Ah, stuff that craw for, full of turkey leg. Hey, you know, hey, hey, 
hey, hey, hey, hey, everyone on this podcast is a dad. And I will just ask, are you turning down a visit to the Ren Fair these days? Are you? How far is it? <laughs> Smart, shrewd. That's, advan- that's advanced mm, dad right there. You, force- you foresaw my Greenland Renaissance Festival gambit. Beat me to it, Ryan. <laughs> ah, I'm flanked God, again. Dad chess is horrible. Dad chess is fucking horrible. No, um, it's it's NIT time, and a lot of people, well, no, a lot of people do know this because they tweeted Jason about it, um, but Jason is actually in charge of picking who gets to go to our uh, one of our nation's uh, top two bas- college basketball tournaments. Yeah, so I <laughs> I put uh, on my Twitter Twitter thing where you can put your little your little joke name in there. I put NIT bracketologist because it's like, haha, what a stupid thing to claim to be the world's foremost NIT expert. Little did I realize that on Selection Sunday night, people would begin looking up the handle of the NIT official NIT Twitter account so they could tweet complaints at it, and um, there isn't one. So if you go and search Twitter for NIT, I was the first thing to come up. Because I have a little blue check mark next to my name, which I don't deserve. Um, so yeah, I was getting people were you know why why isn't um, well, actually one person got mad at me for accepting USC, um, like I was supposed to say no 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 you you turn right back around you tell the NCAA that they are taking you 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 are not slumming it down here with us in the nit. Um, I had one sad person asking if Northwestern could catch an invite. No. No, it's a basketball <laughs> tournament. No one wants you. Um, someone was mad about the lack of Missouri Valley Conference representation, which I sympathize. We got to put North Dakota State in there, regardless, any sport. Um, but yeah, it was several hours of, of, of sadness. I eventually like felt bad and took it off just because so many people wanted answers. And like, like the NIT, <laughs> it's not like the NCAA where there's like, here's the NCAA committee. Here's the guy. He's on TV. Everything, it, none of it makes sense, but at least they're explaining things. The knit is like the shadowy thing. Who's in charge? It's the NCAA, but the, it's it's like a shell company kind of thing. So I had to take the fall, and I don't know. Hopefully that helped people emotionally in some way. It's also fun because if you are part of the uh, shadow shadowy committee selecting the knit teams, you also have to watch the selection show that Turner botches and can't even get the audio right. Technically, that means the shutdown forecast could be the NCAA selection <laughs> show, but whatever. Take it from take it from some experts, folks. That <laughs> audio was bad. Listen, listen. Bad audio and terrible pizza takes. It's basically the shutdown forecast. All right. No, nah, we got pizza takes. Oh, tons of tons of pizza takes. You want one right now? Boom. Domino's is okay. There, said it, dropped it, took it off. Jeez. I did, you know. You madman. I don't. Yeah, I know. You fucking madman. I mean, come on. I'm just a sucker for the multiple skins you can put on the pizza tracker, including the Margaritaville one, where a parrot squawks at you and somebody says, "The delivery man is coming." I'm not making that up. You've you've seen some shit. Anyway, the NIT guys have to. Uh, I, do they feel the opposite way? When it's like, oh, and uh, Syracuse is in, and they're like, oh, we really wanted to get, damn it! We always have last pick in this fantasy draft. We'll never be special. Are they like hooting and hollering where they're like, woohoo, Louisville! We get Louisville! 
Oh yeah, like if if you're on the knit committee, then you're like, yeah. I mean, so like I, I took up this like knit expert thing as a joke just because I like doing the post on it. Like Selection Sunday, we all divide up who gets what post, and I like to claim the NIT bracket post just because it's lower pressure, but still a lot of people are looking for it. Um, so like in that process, I actually developed a fondness for the knit, and so like the day before. And Davidson was playing in the American 10 game and had a chance to steal a bid from a power conference team. I was rooting for Davidson to do so because it would knock another famous team down to the tournament I, um, on some level, care about. Right. So, yeah, if, if you're in the knit, you're rooting for all the shitty little conferences to be two-bid leagues and all that. Do you think if we illegally stream the entirety of the knit final that anyone would come after us? No. I'm not saying we're going to do that because I wouldn't want to jeopardize Jason's important position as controller and master of all that is knit. Um, he's worked too hard. He's labored too long. Which college football team would have won the knit last year? Probably Iowa. Iowa State is probably the better example, aren't they? Yeah. Well, let's see. So, okay. So hang on. Um now that I think about it, if you did 68 teams oh, in the this main is, tournament... Oh, this is what we actually wanted. I see. Great. Then cool. we'd have to dig down a little bit. Right. Um, now we're, uh, so, now Flor- so now Florida State is winning the <laughs> I had actually... I did a bracket earlier of like all Division One teams, and FSU made it. We might be talking more like Florida, actually. Why? We don't. Why would... Wait. Why? No. 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 No, thank you. Not necessary. So, so out of... <laughs> So you elim- lop off the top 68 teams, and then yeah. you go down to the next 32 teams. Florida's in that group, that's for sure. Thanks. Mm, that's great. I enjoy talking about Florida football. I did write something today, very briefly, that pointed out that if you had fallen asleep in 2011 and woken up in 2018, to bring you up to speed on Florida football would not be necessary. Nope. Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen took over. He just took over for the boss man, Urban Meyer, right? Yep. Like, just... Just swapped him right on in there. And and how did Steve Adazio do in the meantime? Great. He's always been the head coach of Boston College. so <laughs> There's no need to investigate this further. Go back to sleep. Shh. We have other we have other things to catch you up on. We do? Other things to tell you if you'd fallen asleep in 2011. Oh, um. Yeah, you, you got bigger problems. Nope. There's nothing else. Luke Skywalker is dead. <laughs> but but first he was first he was a freeper. Did you guys get this um did you guys get this Ready Player One screener that they they said they were sending it to all three of us, but sometimes I get the mail for they just send it to the Vox Media office. So I was but did you guys get it? Because I was very confused um by the scene where Indiana Jones uh beheads the Iron Giant and then looks straight into camera and says Captain Picard is a hologram. Like I thought that was really weird and didn't really serve the plot. Um, mm. And you know, I think that's what a philistine would think. But for those with more refined tastes, you know, I think you have to you have to read between the lines. It's art. It's deep. I'm just gonna let it sink in before I try he to. Probably explain it did to you. it because like it was some he wanted to connect with his father or something because it's Spielberg movie. So like it's it's his dad used to go around beheading robots. But then why was RoboCop wandering around with his dick out the whole time? Like, I thought canonically RoboCop, you know, that part of his body didn't exist. But they suggest that it was just... 
Well, maybe RoboCop's gender identity has changed over the last 20 years, Ryan. Yeah. You thought about this? Maybe RoboCop as a metaphor for the military-industrial-domestic security complex, putting a penis on it, just, you know, literally puts a point on the point of male insecurity driving a lot of this sort of, like, behavior organizationally. Huh? Did you ever get that? Did you ever think about that? No. Damn it, why is it? Ryan's not smart enough to re- for Ready Player One. Hey, you know what, Ready Player One, those initials, RPO. Whoa! That's a, that's, that's a college football movie. <laughs> that's amazing! Chris Chris Collinsworth is going to see this movie and just call everything an RPO. I was thinking about the the NIT, and I think that the way college football the, the the way college football should do this, right? Because college basketball has no gravity on its own. That's why they have to put up like sixty four teams, right? Also, it's basketball, and they could kind of do that. Nobody pays attention before anyway, right? And what we need in college football is, I think, we need invitationals that happen like throughout the season. Like we have an invitational to start okay. the season, right? And, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, rugby does this, right? Or cricket does this. And they have, like, the ashes. And they always have these cool names, right? So we need to brand them, right? Because it's tricky actually crowning a champion in college football. I don't know if you know that. Right? We basically all decided on a fiction that we agree on from time to time. And then we revise it and sell it to television. Well, this is my idea, okay? We start with a jamboree in the spring, Okay. Maybe low contact, maybe no contact, maybe flag. I don't really care. Okay. Maybe seven on seven. You just run it like that. Canadian rules. We'll give that a Canadian rules jamboree. Sure. The Canadian, the, the, the low to no contact Canadian rules jamboree featuring, uh, like, I don't know. (laughs) That could be, that feels like we're getting a lot of conference USA right there. Like who's just going to decide we have no money. We'll play a flag football conference in spring. (laughs) Let's do it. Conference USA would do that. Sunbelt would definitely do that. Do we do the thing where it's like on um, aircraft carriers and that kind of stuff? Yeah, we get it's 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 an it's an Avengers tie-in. It's look, it's the helicarrier from Shield. There it is. We're playing on it. Don't fall off. It's very high. Yeah, we're playing on Thanos's little tiny little flying throne. His his whole spaceship is a throne. And this is what we do. We take like, you know, because the playoffs always controversial, right? You take the top four preseason. Top four preseason. I don't know. Just shake them around. Let them play a little bit. Let them play in an aircraft carrier, right? Let them play in, I don't know, somewhere really exotic like, uh, you know, London. Yeah, that's who you want. Tokyo. Let them play in Tokyo. Right? And then you do one midseason. And you do one midseason with the teams that aren't ranked, right? Because you don't want to put them through extra strength. No, 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 no. We do it's like the, the next bracket four. buster. Exactly. Like you just like we just select four teams like that are pretty good, right? And then we already know, ah, they got a loss or two. <laughs> Maybe we'll just Well, uh, Bill C's got a whole system for the midseason bracket buster where like you rank the entire country and everybody gets to play somebody in their weight class, basically. So we'll install that during let's let's replace um SEC SOCON Challenge Week with that. So, but here's here's the sort of fundamental issue we're dancing around. The NCAA tournament has a, a spot for literally every conference champion. Doesn't matter how good your conference is. Doesn't matter how deep your conference is. Doesn't matter what your record was during the season. You can be a 500 team, and you, as long as you win your conference tournament, 
you're going to the dance. It also has a shitload of extra spots, so we can say, well, deserving teams that didn't get in through this limited metric, um, you there will still be a spot for you. It has even expanded in recent years to say, like, well, let's make, you know, okay, we had 64 slots, let's go ahead and bump that up and bump that up a little more, and they'll, prob- like, they'll probably keep doing it. It wouldn't shock me if they were like, well, okay, all the 16 seeds will be playing games or some shit like that. However, people still, even though 68 teams make this tournament, people still get to the end of it and they still bitch and moan that their team's not in it. Was their team going to win the national championship? No. Was their team going to get to the final four? Probably not. But they still say, and sometimes with a totally legitimate case, we got fucked. We got screwed over. College football has four and and we go through this exercise all the time where we're like, well, maybe it should be six, maybe it should be eight, maybe it should be five with some sort of weird bias system, maybe it should be 16. There is no... The NCAA tournament is absolute proof that if you think there is a number where you can get people to stop bitching at you, which as dads, we should know, that's the only thing. We're just trying to avoid a fight. We just don't want a fight to happen. It's impossible. You could you could look people in the eye and say, we're doing a tournament with every college football program. And you know what would happen? All FBS teams get in. You know what happened? FCS will say, well, why the hell aren't you giving us a chance now? That's some bullshit. Every FBS team, 0-12 teams get in, we can't play? That's horseshit. It's impossible. Yeah, you have Ivy League teams saying, well, we demand to be included. You, you are the ones who decline your playoff bid. Yeah, Fordham, well, we should, Fordham will be heard. You should, you should still invite us. I think. What if we do one twenty-eight? That would be an easily divisible number, and then just two are left out, um, and we can make one as Ohio State, of course, because they're, <laughs> sure. they're never getting right. In. <laughs> sometimes um, it's sometimes it's a probation. Yeah, you're gonna have to account for it's like roster attrition. You're gonna have a program or two that's just not allowed to be there, and um, if not, then you know you just pick somebody. It'd be really funny to leave out. UMass, just, just, it's always Ohio State and UMass. Yeah, that's that's that I'm good. I'm good with that. The eternal war, the forever <laughs> war. <laughs> Either Ohio State or UMass, whichever loses a game by the whoever's worst loss is the least bad that year. So that might have ruled out Ohio State this year. Oh, here's 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 what we do. It's always UMass, because let's be fair. And then we pick one team on Ohio State's schedule. And we before the season, we like write it down. We seal it in an envelope. The envelope goes into a safety deposit box. And that's the team that if they lose that game, they're out. But they don't know which one it is. Maybe it's Rutgers. Maybe it's Michigan. Maybe it's some non-conference game. But if they lose that one, that's the one that knocks them out. <laughs> Ohio State is a surprise play-in game somewhere on their schedule. Yes, and they don't know when it is, and they don't know who it is, and they get to the end of the season, and they say, hey, 11-1, won the Big Ten Championship handily, beat Michigan by 73 points on their own field, tell us where we're ranked in the playoff, and we open up that envelope, and we say, mm, Purdue was the team, and that's the one, we're so sorry, you lose, <laughs> you get nothing. We really need a we need a GM. We need like like you know the the old raw GM, right? 
Like we need somebody behind mm-hmm. the, the scenes who can throughout the season, you know, in addition to our special branded packages, right? Like for instance, the Cabela's four team invitational, the America's cup, right? To start the season. Yeah. Um, if you don't like Cabela's, I don't know. Uh, all state. Oh, it's going to be all state, right? All states, all states safe. Nobody really kn- thinks about insurance too much. So it's fine. Right. Well, we need somebody where you can book the first two months of the season, and then the last month, we have the raw GM just come in, right? And via email, be like, Ohio State, you're playing really well with brilliant offensive football. Right now, you have to go play TCU. Go do it! On a Thursday. <laughs> don't know where they're going. On Which Thursday? You don't know. You'll, you'll find out. You'll get a call on a Wednesday morning. Get on a plane. Yeah, this is this is the only way we can solve it. Um, otherwise, if we, if we leave it in the school's hands at this point, they're just gonna you're gonna get your what? You're gonna play your one NFL league, NFL stadium game against a big opponent. You maybe have an out of conference rival. You're gonna skew your schedule to play a bunch of home games. Yeah, we just need to put it in somebody else's hands and just be like, you play three road games in one week. And you say that's unprecedented. You'd be like, look in the chapters of, look in the annals. It's been done. You will be tested like Hercules. You don't know nothing about the 1899 Swanee. <laughs> Stop bitching. Okay, so we have our 128 team tournament. That's our NCAA, and then our NIT, and that is Ohio State versus UMass. Is Ohio State versus UMass? Yep. Hey, it's a championship. It's we'll play. You know what? We'll play it in New York. Pinstripe Bowl is basically the NIT now, is what I'm saying. It's Big Ten territory. They play at Madison Square Garden. Ohio State, UMass at, at, at MSG. Um, or how about this? How about UMass is like a roving target, and Ohio State has to capture UMass? I see. So this is so basically now it's the Super Mario thing, where they beat one team. Maybe maybe they don't know. Maybe they just line up to play a team, and that team like has generic uniforms uh, okay beat you 33-0 and it's like oh you beat uh you beat minnesota but your princess is in another castle and you gotta just keep going <laughs> to Bowser princess, princess rutgers <laughs> sweet dear sweet princess rutgers <laughs> it, tu- it turns out she's in another castle you know the bracket busters idea right like where you where we just have you know this group of teams right do we have a challenge system somewhere in here where we would allow a certain group of teams to challenge anyone in the top like six playing that weekend if it's a cupcake game, right? We just balance the money, knock them off, and like, hey, if you're playing Charleston Southern, I mean, that's cool if you're going to play Charleston Southern, but uh, I don't know. For instance, next year, who's going to be a handful this coming year? Not a champion team, but like a nine or 10 win team from somewhere in the mid major to like, you know, off-brand major Florida team. Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. F- Florida Atlantic. We'll go Florida Atlantic. We can do that for this, right? I was also thinking, like, I don't know, maybe kind of a peppy, slightly dangerous, under underpowered but over-motivated Minnesota Gophers team, right? <laughs> like sure. Year two, year two of a PJ Fleck team doesn't seem like anything that you want to play unless you're fully loaded. Like Ohio State, you don't have to worry about Minnesota. Wisconsin? Yeah, year two, year two of a PJ Fleck team is like fighting a fourteen-year-old, where it's like, God, you've grown a lot. You don't really know what to do with it, but Jesus, <laughs> you're tall now. 
you're like, oh, that actually hurt. <laughs> and you're, and you're hurt. in a real bad, you're in a real bad, you're in a bad mood all the time. Oh my God. Minnesota, you spend so much time in the bathroom <laughs> and we can actually hear what's going on. <laughs> He's starting to lift real weight out there. God. <laughs> I, I, I like the challenge system, but I think to make a challenge, you have to first win a gimmick match. So if you're, if you're Minnesota and you want to challenge Michigan to a rematch or whatever. First, you have to win some stupid. Um, you have to like win a game in a in a lake or something. Yeah, and then you get and and then you get to like and then you get to class up, right? Yeah, that's good. We fixed the sport. Um, we also need like these these various tournaments that just pop up throughout. Um, we need like one in the Bahamas, one in like we need every island to have its own tournament. And if like if if only one team shows up, guess what? They win. That's you know, very that's very Super Mario too. That's very Super Mario World, I guess, where it's just like, oh, Football Island has appeared out of the mists. Go play on it. It's got lava ghosts. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Ed Orgeron's yeah. recruiting him. Yeah, like Elon Musk builds like an island in the sky and puts football on it, and mm-hmm. whoever gets up there wins that tournament. Yep. It's all about collecting badges. God, we played too many video games. Is there anything that actually happened in college football in the last week? No, Done nothing, man. Not a not a dang thing. Like part part of me feels like there has to be something, and we're just missing it. But I really don't think anything did. There was the UConn quarterback, uh- <laughs> who um was a, a standard UConn quarterback. He was mm-hmm. every UConn quarterback. Had a couple good games and was otherwise um tackled a lot and somehow went on to become Donald Trump's cheeseburger fetcher and then is now under investigation for like massive financial crimes and was rehired elsewhere with mm. the Trump thing. A few a few points if I can make them. His main qualifications for the job were bringing fried chicken promptly and being handsome. Can I tell you, like, same brother? <laughs> in addition to that, in addition to that, he allegedly performed 100 push-ups in 90 seconds. Which, those telling you formally, impossible that he was getting full range of motion. Just, just impossible. He had to be going 90. Shitty form, yeah. Shitty form. Like this is, this is so on point for these people, right? You did 100 push-ups in 90 seconds. No, he probably did like 45. Maybe 50. He did half of one each time. And they're like, he's so strong. Make him my assistant. In addition to that, what kind of crimes do you commit if you're being investigated by Homeland Security for financial fraud? I didn't think that was like a Homeland Security Probably thing. material support of terrorism. Uh, you stole a tank. You are, <laughs> you are. Um, That's how they got that. Master P. That's how they brought Master P down. <laughs> you're the bad guys in Fast Five or Six. I can't recall which one where they stole a tank, and you will be taken down by Ludacris. <laughs> our our new Homeland Security Director, Ludacris. <laughs> a little overqualified at this point. <laughs> at least UConn's in the news for football. You know, <laughs> this is gonna be great for recruiting. They're gonna make a meme. They gotta make a recruiting meme for this. Ballers get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Legally or illegally, I don't. Who knows? 
whoa, holy shit, you realize what just happened a week before this? What Randy Randy Ramsey Edsel say two weeks ago before one of his players got investigated by Department of Homeland Security for massive financial fraud? He said players need to be paid. Guess what? They are by any means necessary. By ISIS, as it turns out. Hey, man. Hey, man. Money don't discriminate. Randy, Randy's just trying to get these fellas paid. Okay. This quarterback, by the no way, leaps paying. This quarterback, by the way, like leaps to easily the most notable UConn quarterback because before this, it's Dan absolutely or- not. You will Dan not Orlovsky? take that from Dan Orlovsky. You will not take that from Dan Orlovsky. I don't know, man. Rema- Dan Orlovsky stepped out of the back of the end zone casually. Yeah, but the Department of Homeland Security investigating him stepping out the back of the probably end zone? they probably yeah, sorry. watched that tape. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's time. I think it's time to give up on the whole Dan Orlovsky thing. This is this is. I've never been closer to quitting this podcast. How dare you? He is the best. You the greatest UConn quarterback to never have been investigated by Department of Homeland Security. Fine, fine. It's a more it's a more notable achievement than a number of quarterbacks I can think of. Right, like postgraduate. Listen, listen, hold on. All all I'm saying is this. If we're talking in the context of UConn, leaves UConn, goes to Washington, D.C., defrauds somebody out of a bunch of money, then gets rehired, that's literally the Randy Edsel story. We're literally talking about what Randy Edsel did. He learned it from watching you. He learned it from watching you. And guess what? If you're being investigated by Department of Homeland Security, you probably did something to undermine the military, which means the um, thing you hurt was under armor. (laughs) Read the documents, folks. Randy Edsel. What did he come out in favor of? Paying the players, right? So obviously Randy Edsel's like, you know, Randy Edsel, comma, 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 welcome to the resistance, right? Now, just two weeks after he says that, a guy who played quarterback for him, right, gets investigated by the Department of Homeland Security for serious financial crimes. You know who you know who's come to the other side and is dropping dimes, not in buckets like a trick shot. No, no, no. But to the feds, that'd be Randy Edsel, <clears throat> a.k.a. Randy Fedsel. Wow. <laughs> 